this first Saturday of Lent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. As we grow in faith, as we assimilate that being Jesus' disciple, more than doing many things for him, is to let him work on us, we discover that in fact the most important trial that we have to live on a daily basis is that of love, that of giving ourselves without measure to others. When we're willing to love God and our neighbor with all our soul, as Jesus taught us, we enter a beautiful desert which is in fact full of oases that comfort us. The life of love, the life of grace is a desert, but full of hidden springs that quench our thirst when it seems that nothing makes sense. On the contrary, he who doesn't give of himself, he who doesn't truly love others, believes that he lives in an oasis because he doesn't realize that he's actually chasing a mirage that will leave a void in his soul. That's why trials, temptations, and sufferings end up being opportunities to love, to give up oneself more, and to live life as it should be lived, loving. It is there where trials make perfect sense. It is there where we understand that life is worth living if we love, and that it's not worth living if we live for ourselves only. Therefore, Blessed are those trials and temptations that help us come out of ourselves to acknowledge that life is much more beautiful than we think, and that it brings much more joy than we imagine. Today, the first week of Lent comes to an end. The week was full of recommendations, full of things to do, and full of words to keep. The Gospels gave us a jolt, and on top of that, we end the week with one of the most difficult pages of the New Testament. Today's reading is not only difficult to understand, but also difficult to live. So, before thinking, before calculating and recalculating what we have to do, what we should do, or what we've stopped doing, I propose that we thank Jesus for these days of grace. I propose that we thank him because even in our weaknesses, we're doing our best to listen to him on a daily basis. Sometimes we're better listeners Sometimes we're not. Yet some other times we don't listen at all. The important thing is to start over again, to rise again, and to wish again as we once wished. Giving thanks is fundamental not to fall into an empty Christianity, not to fall into the pharisaical outward compliance, not to ease our conscience by thinking that we're relatively good people. Evidently, after having listened to today's gospel, Being relatively good isn't enough. Remember these words. I tell you, 
Unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, if you believe and think that by doing good, by not killing anyone, by not stealing, as some people say, Father, I neither kill nor steal, it is enough to be a child of God. You are mistaken. Jesus came to earth to grant us the status of children of God, not of slaves. If you want to reach eternal life, if you want to reach what we call heaven, and encounter the living God face to face, fulfilling the commandments is enough, is true. If you neither kill nor steal, your free pass to heaven is almost guaranteed. If you haven't hurt anyone, you almost get your columbarium niche. What happens in the meantime? You miss out on living as a child of God. You miss out on being a true Christian. Not entering the kingdom of heaven means, as of today, missing the opportunity to give more, missing the joy of loving not only those who love you and treat you kindly, but also those who aren't so kind to you, those who are unpleasant, those who criticize you, those who bother you, those who are unbearable, those who do you wrong for no reason. To put it simply, those whom you can't love by nature. This is what the gospel proposes. It's not an obligation. It's the promise of something bigger and better. It's the big push towards something that we would have never achieved if it hadn't been for Jesus, who did it first, and who empowers us. We can't always act on our own and control our feelings and emotions. It isn't natural. That's why it takes supernatural faith. That is the perfection Jesus speaks about today. Being perfect doesn't mean not making mistakes and having a natural tendency to love everyone. It doesn't mean being a perfectionist who gets everything right. Christian perfection means to seek love and be willing to love as the Father loves, with a love that stems from Him, a love that comes from above. Christian perfection is possible. It's a lie that such perfection can't be achieved. Millions of saints reached perfection thanks to grace from heaven. As long as we don't want to reach Christian perfection, as long as we think it's just for some, we'll still be living as pagans, as non-believers. We'll be living like the majority who tries to be quite good and avoids crossing paths with people who aren't kind to them. Enemies, for us, would be all those people we can't naturally love. Jesus doesn't expect us to be friends with those we find annoying, unkind, or bad. He wants us, at least, not to avoid greeting them. He wants us to pray specifically for them. If you begin to walk this path, you will begin to feel the joy of being God's child, of being a brother and sister in Christ, of overcoming enmity, of building up instead of destroying. That is to be perfect like the Father in heaven. That is to learn how to overcome the trials of life and come out stronger. May we have a good day. And may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.